about the darshan shastra culture economy and innovation solving india's uh, india's and world sustainability problems by mr ajay chaturvedi uh, mr ajay chaturvedi is honored by the world economic forum as a young global leader ajay sir is a former city banker and uh, engineer from <clears throat> an engineer from bits pilani and a graduate from the school of engineering and the warden school of university of pennsylvania a voracious reader and avid golfer and an ardent traveler ajay sir was awarded cnn ibn youth icon and he is a young indian leader of year 2011 ajay sir's venture harva xpo entered the limca book of records for being the first all women rural bbo in the world in 2011 ajay sir has also authored the best selling book lost wisdom of the swastika published by times group books of bennett coleman and company making it the world happening award so handing this session over to you sir thank you so much so i guess <laughs> there's few people here <laughs> i wasn't sure what this would be like i mean please feel free to come here uh, and we can make this session as you would like it to be rather than as i was thinking it to be um, so this is honestly the second or the third time that i'm actually in nagpur uh, and i'm not sure how many i guess all of you are from nagpur you were there in the previous session i did notice you so um what i'm talking about is something which you know most people are either afraid of talking about or they think there is some conspiracy theories behind it and uh things that people don't talk about because i was speaking with my friend here uh akash he was incidentally there in mumbai when i launched my first book in his college and so since then he's been connected with me uh on facebook and you know he's been messaging me so before uh, we walked in um he was telling me that he's from nagpur and he'd love to show me around i said fantastic sir aap kahan jana chahenge you know my journey has been so interesting because it goes from dehradun to pilani to us and then across the world and then back to india and now incidentally we are in the heart of india the center of india so i told him here koi mandir chalte hain you know because i've heard of durga shakti peeth hai yahan par wahan chalte hain so then he heard me and then he uh, probably would have done some research and he came back and then quietly he comes to the speaker lounge he says sir actually main to christian hu na to main gaya nahi mandir i said that's fine i i know that you are and you know that wasn't really something that's holding me back but there is a very interesting uh phenomena which goes on in temples unlike a church or a mosque or a gurdwara um maybe gurdwara to a certain extent a temple is actually not just a place of worship it's actually a place of experimentation right and so that's something that i talk about and i'll talk about it uh, briefly after this but what got me intrigued and what got me into this journey is something that started to bother me when i was in the us so classic journey you know middle class kid grows up in a small town dehradun was not even a capital city at that time and i started to um, you know work hard like most kids did back then is this comfortable should i you know go up or are you guys able to hear me i mean is the audio fine yeah so so after <clears throat> all that and in dehradun this is you know the the classic uh, dev bhumi at that time it was a part of uttar pradesh i wasn't really overly religious or even inclined i was you know really focused here theek hai you know study and you know uh, become an engineer or doctor bahar jayenge you know all that um, fortunately ended up going to bits pilani which is you know one of the premier institutes 
And then from there, I you know, ended up going to the US, which is where I ended up you know, doing day trading, lots of stock trading, made lots of money, lost lots of money, went to business school. Uh, and then the classic capitalistic uh, journey of going to investment banking. But what started to appeal to me at that time was when you've managed to create a lot of success for yourself in one particular stream, then suddenly there is this deep urge of you know, exploring your own self for your own happiness, spiritual growth, getting a meaning out of life. And that's what started to make sense to me. So in business school is when I started to um, you know, go deeper into it because in one of the business strategy classes, uh, a professor of mine said, and the book that used to be taught there was a book called The Art of War. Has anyone heard of the book, Art of War? Yeah? Art of War is a philosophy book. It's essentially Chinese. Gradually, when you learn more and more about the world philosophy, you realize that China essentially gets all the philosophy from India, right? I mean, this is not something that I'm claiming because it's ours. It, it, this is how it sort of ended up being. So Art of War is basically a book about philosophy. It's, it's a book on philosophy and, you know, it talks as a reference point of war. And the guy says, you know, in the heat of the battle, you don't get emotional. Uh, essentially, that's what you, you know, are meant to do. You're a kshatriya, you do your karma and then... And what occurred to me at that time was that's exactly what my grandmother used to tell me, you know, karm kar, phalki chinta mat kar, right? Don't... That's essentially what Gita Pradesh is. That's essentially what Bhagavan Krishna tells Arjuna. He says, you know, don't get emotional here. This is your duty. You're a warrior, you're supposed to come. Don't think of this. I mean, in this battlefield, you have to kill, right? It's not about violence. So, so people somehow mistake it. It's not about violence at all. It's really about karma. When you are talking and standing on the battlefield, that battlefield could be a business battlefield. It could be anywhere else. At that time, you don't deal with emotions. You basically do the deed that you've come for, right? And so anyway, that sort of hit me somewhere in my head. And I thought, you know, this is what my grandmother used to tell me. And uh, I never really, you know, understood it back then. So let me ask the professor here. So I asked him, I said, you know, it's interesting that you say that I shouldn't get emotional. Um, all my life I've worked for the success and, you know, my company now has paid about 150,000 US dollars for me to get an MBA. I'm emotionally very attached to the BMW that I'm going to buy. And uh, I can't say that I'm not emotionally attached. I mean, how do I not get emotionally attached? He said, well, you should just not get emotionally attached. I said, no, 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 you, you need to tell me how do I not get emotional because I'm very emotional, right? If I fail, I'll definitely be destroyed. And no matter how much I asked him, he wasn't able to explain. So what occurred to me is that, you know, this is the best school, best business school in the whole world. Is one of the best business strategy professors. And he can't answer a question that I'm asking, which is, how do I not get emotional? He says, well, you just don't do it, right? That's the point that I ended up going to... Uh, 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 close ISKCON temple in Philadelphia and I ended up buying my you know, first copy of Bhagavad Gita for my own self and I actually sat down and started reading it. So it took me about 15 days end to end with English translations <clears throat> and after I finished it, <clears throat> Bhagavad Gita asks you to ask yourself three questions. Does anyone know? There are three essential questions Bhagavad Gita asks you to ask yourself. Anybody? Param Satya Yehye. Nain, nain, nain. It's Mai Kaun Hu, Mai Kahan Se Aayun, Or Mujhe Kahan Jana Hai. That's it. Essential questions, right? So, this is when, when I, I mean, when I started to understand it, this completely went down in a totally different realization sort of a matter. And I thought, okay, my, this is what we've not been thinking right. 
And so when I talk about this at IIMs, IITs, wherever I talk, the smartest of people will say, well, why are you talking Bhagavad Gita? You know, we're talking about current problems. I say, our current problems are going to be solved by the same exact three questions. And they can't get why. So I said, okay, great, let me give you another example. You're here and you want to get to the airport. What do you do? You pull out Google Maps. What does Google Maps ask you? The from address, the to address, and it'll have those icons. Are you on a cycle? Are you on a bus? Are you on a tram? Walking, car, rickshaw, scooter, whatever. Same three questions. Who am I? Where have I come from? Where am I going? So is it Bhagavad Gita or Baba Google? Essentially the same three questions that need to be answered. So this is not philosophical. This is actually extremely factual. The way it's been conveyed, it seems like this is religion and this is the kind of conversation that I was having with Akash. And I told him, look, you know, you might understand it in a different way, but at the end of the day, that's what really matters. So when I ask, uh, last, I was there last week in Jammu uh, doing a TED talk. Incidentally, that's, you know, a, a friend of mine who's, you know, started a university which is, you know, doing really well. And everyone is really ambitious. They want to, you know, people want to set up, let's say, a Facebook. And I say, okay, great, what do you want to do? And so the person says, I want to set up Facebook. Like, Facebook already exists. What do you really want to do? And this, you know, person says, Facebook for Bihar, right? There is no Facebook for Bihar. There is Facebook. You can customize it to be for Bihar, right? What Zuckerberg did, Mark Zuckerberg, 15, 20 years ago, was in Boston at Harvard University. It was snowing. It was the month of March. What he went through at that time was completely different from where you are today. The temperature is different, the environment is different, the economy is different, the people around you are different, your background is different. So if you want to get to where he is, you'll have to adjust the coordinates. If I want to get to Delhi airport from here, and somebody who's sitting in Gurgaon wants to get to Delhi airport from there, we'll have two different ways. Until then, we can't resolve our problems. And this is where I realized that no matter how hard you drill it into people, you'll have to actually explain it to them step by step. You know, so people think, well, oh, lesson Bhagavad Gita ka chanting that's different and then this is, it's not different, it's actually very, very connected. What it's eventually asking you is to do the same exact thing, right? So now comes the second problem, where people say, well, you know, that's all great, but this is different and that is different. I said, Nainiyar, it's actually the one and the same thing. You need to understand it in terms of energy. And that philosophy, which is Darshan Shastra, which is for us. Now, philosophy is actually a slightly lesser term. When we talk about philosophy, philosophy is very westernized. And the western idea of philosophy is discussing things at an idea level, at a very physical level. So they have a very basic understanding of the world which was got to be right and wrong, black and white, left and right, Democrats and Republicans. You know, either it's this or it's that. There can't be anything in the middle. And India is one country where you'll have everything in the middle. You'll have this and you'll have that. You'll have that and you'll have something else. I mean, here Hindu, Brahman, beef is eating, but they're supporting the Bhajpa. Muslim, vegetarian, Congress support kar right? There is no logical explanation to it. I actually wanted to have the session with Shazia Elmi who just walked out. She was with Aam Aadmi Party, then she was with Congress, now she's with BJP, right? You should ask her, like, how do you manage this thing? Same Shazia Elmi had she been in UK or the US, she would have been completely destroyed. She couldn't have jumped parties like this. Because the ideology is so hard that you can be this or you can be that. 
इट माई कम क्रॉस एज यू नो समथिंग वेरी फ्लेक्सीबल नहीं यार बड़े प्रोग्रेसिव है ठीक है भाई मैं रह चुका हूँ यू एस में सो आई आई एम टेलिंग यू देर इज अ डिफरेंस बिटवीन शाइन ऑन द आउटसाइड एंड वॉट्स रिली ऑन द इन साइड राइट एंड दिस इज नॉट अगेंस्ट अमेरिका सो डोंट गेट मी रॉन्ग आई एम जस्ट गिविंग यू परस्पेक्टिव आई एम नॉट सेंग गुड और बैड एट ऑल मेरी डेफिनेशन में नहीं है The second thing I don't have is beliefs. I have no beliefs. I have only understanding. So I'll tell you everything from a very understanding perspective. What is Vishnu? What is you know Brahma? What is Surya? Why are we doing certain things, right? But anyway, coming back to the U.S., the whole idea in the U.S. is it's a very very bipolar world. You're either on this side or you're on that side. Trump can never be a Democrat. वो accept ही नहीं करेंगे उसे because he's now a Republican. I mean, he'll have to make a stark change for himself. to become a democrat otherwise he will always be considered a republican so people say well that's not true you know america is very liberal i said great if it's so liberal when was the last time you elected a woman president you still have not so they'll always say you know we've elected barack obama well barack obama is like a super duper exception right that way we've got so many exceptions not even funny right we we literally had the first woman prime minister so to understand why the society is going that way we need to understand the foundations of that society and that foundation of the society is something that you can't do or understand by just reading books so you know everyone knows india's philosophy rich philosophy comes from what the vedas yahan par kitne logon ne vedas padhe hain i'm pretty sure zero in fact you don't even know where to get the vedas aap shayad agar ek library mein jaoge you'll have like you know One eighth of the first session of Rig Veda, but you have no idea where to begin, right? Yeah, आपको दो उपनिषद की कॉपीज यहाँ मिल जाएंगी, कोई पुराण वहाँ पर मिल जाएंगे, right? Because it is completely destroyed. So what the the Mughals and the British did was actually took the foundations, right? So what essentially happens is, you have a great book, but somebody stole out the index. they wiped out the page numbers and they wiped out the chapters and they taken away the appendix tab aapke paas itne mote mote pothe hain aapko pata nahi uske sath karna kya hai right and this is the struggle that i went through as well so i ended up going to pondicherry i went to maharishi mahesh yogi you know yoga ashram i started to learn yoga then i did pranayam and i was literally as distraught as possibly could be and went from here to there finally ended up going to himalayas met my guru ji there in kedarnath you know massive massive like this is almost about 16 17 years ago and then gradually when it started to make sense i thought okay this is what i need to do so harva was one of the things that you know this guy talked about when he introduced me harva is the first all women rural bpo and the realizations of course kept happening but then as the awards started to come through i kept getting invited to people to places to you know speak with colleges youth schools and every time i tell them the same thing that you know this is how innovation happens they'll have very bizarre questions like you know how did mark zuckerberg did that and how did you do this and i just try to tell them look you know you need to get the coordinates right that is what end up you know as the the first book lost was done the swastika so maybe i'll have that as a question answers later but just to quickly tell you <clears throat> my purpose now is to able to be able to help people understand the source from where to start understanding indian philosophy darshan chaster how do you understand it how do you start that journey and how do you apply it to your daily life mere paas naukri nahi hai mere ko livelihood generate karna hai how do i do that so very first step in that is you need to break your mindset of what you know has been built aap aa rahe ho republicans and democrats ke mindset se suddenly you come to india and you ask me the same question so are you a republican or a democrat 
इंडिया में वो सिस्टम है ही नहीं यार बाईपोलर सिस्टम है ही नहीं राइट इंडिया इज अ मल्टीपोलर सिस्टम यू कुड बी एनीथिंग लिटरली राइट टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट यू नीड टू फर्स्ट अंडरस्टैंड वो द फाउंडेशन इज दैट फाउंडेशन स्टार्ट फ्रॉम स्वास्थिक राइट इट्स अ मिनिमम फोर स्टेट फिलोसफी इट्स अ फोर स्टेट सोसाइटी इट्स अ फोर स्टेट पोलिटिकल सिस्टम सो वेन आई सी अ फोर स्टेट पोलिटिकल सिस्टम वॉट इज दैट फोर स्टेट दैट इसेंशली इज बींग एक्सप्लेन जो दर्शन शास्त्र है is minimum four state does anyone know what those four states are by the way what what is the meaning of four in in indian philosophy we don't have a whiteboard here otherwise i would have luck to draw something what does the swastik mean by the way swastik kaisa dikhta hai i mean what do you guys know about the swastik what does it mean sorry yeah what does it mean though this is where we lacking right huh huh yeah how many of you have seen uh, the movie inception what does inception mean Okay, how does Inception connect back to this uh, swastik? There are two movies, Inter Inception and Interstellar, and this won't be in Google. None of the things that I'm talking about can be available in Google. You can't find anything that I'm talking about on Google. I've made sure that none of my—I mean, most of my talks are there, but you know, you can't get the answer to it because that's something that I keep very close to, because that's the parampara, right? That's where we are coming from. West has managed to productize and brand everything. बट इट्स बिट्स इन पीसेस इतना छोटा सा पीस लिया ब्रांड किया वापस इन्हीं को बेच दो सो पीपल हैव वॉच लाइक मूवी फिफ्टी टाइम्स बट दे हैवेंट अंडरस्टूड हाउ इट्स कनेक्टेड डज एनी नो इंसेप्शन मूवी वॉज अबाउट इंसेप्टिंग पीपल्स थॉट्स बाय गेटिंग इन टू द ड्रीम देर इज एक्चुअली अ सिद्धि इन इन इंडिया इन द तंत्र शास्त्र इट्स कॉल स्वप्नेश्वरी बट दैट्स डन थ्रू तंत्र इज नॉट डन थ्रू यंत्र राइट Anyway, the four states. The Indian philosophy is a four-state philosophy. Why? Dharma, Arth, Kama, Moksha. Buddhi, Siddhi, Vridhi, Shuddhi. Right? There are four Vedas. There are four directions. Right? So people say, "No, no, there are ten directions." So okay, great. There can be ten, but basic to four, right? Right? And once you start understanding that, is when you really start to get to the depth of things. So it's a four-state minimum four-state philosophy. That minimum four-state is this. now from a swastik perspective you have to be a mathematician to be able to understand draw a cube right draw a cube and visualize the middle point of that cube now draw an axis across to all the sides to the centers right so there'll be minimum what three lines across and then another line like this now extend those three lines like this like a swastik so you'll have literally in a sense three different swastiks the center point is a fourth dimension which is where it's coming out from which is here that fourth point the dimension is called turiya avastha right because the four state philosophy i talked about literally exists in our waking state dreaming state sleeping state and the fourth state that fourth state is all of the above and now the above so you are sleeping waking dreaming but you're not doing that any of that either that word turiya comes from chaturya which is the fourth state which is why my name comes from chaturvedi right which is why it's four vedas so why is this important 
until you get to that fourth state, you can't even begin to understand some things. To get to that fourth state, what do you need to start doing? You need to start doing pranayama. So the gurukuls never had anything else. They didn't, you know, you didn't enter a gurukul and the guru said, okay, great, today's lesson is A, B, C, D. Never did that. Kabini started with pranayam. The moment the students, the, the shishas started to get into pranayam, so pranayam, deep pranayam essentially is ayam of the prana. Or pran ka ayam karte karte, they started to get an understanding of the fourth dimension. Right? Why is this important? Because unless you have that understanding, you can't even begin to explain to people. Right? Let me give you an example from a very physical plane. Can anyone here explain to me the taste of water? I'll give you 10,000 words. Anyone? Million dollar prize. Can you even begin to... You can't even imagine how to explain the taste of water, right? You'll have a neti neti principle. Ki yaar, wo sugary bhi nahi hai, wo salty bhi nahi hai, wo sweet bhi nahi hai, wo not sweet bhi nahi hai, right? Does it make sense? So from a physical perspective, what is the taste of water? If somebody asks you, what's your answer? Yeah, bhai. Take this, drink it, feel it for yourself, right? What is water quenching? It's quenching your thirst. Can you explain the taste of thirst or the experience of thirst? You can't. You're like, it's deficiency of water. Okay, great. So does every person who has deficiency of water is thirsty? No, it's not. So yeah, give me a definitive answer. Na? Give me a one or zero. You can't give that. That's essentially what the fourth state is. Right? So now let's come back to the movie Interstellar. What did they show in the movie Interstellar? The guy boards a spacecraft on Earth, ejects near Saturn, then comes out in his daughter's bedroom. And then they show you a tesseract. You're like, okay, great, this is how it's happening. It's the same thing that I'm trying to do. Explain to you the taste of water. You don't great sci-fi movie, right? It's not sci-fi, it's not fiction. It's actually a reality for us, right? So how is this reality killed for us? Because everyone who's going to a certain place, you're trying to understand something without believing in it, without understanding it, right? Why do I say that? Well, people, you know, will always come back with saying things like, well, you know, this is great, all that is fine, but, you know, I'm not really understanding why this is needed. Great, I'll give you physical, practical, economic examples. In the history of India in the past 70 years, every possible insurance company has come to India. Every possible insurance company, right, across the world. They were here before, then they were acquired by LIC, and so LIC acquired the assets of the insurance companies, and they ended up going to... Um, LIC basically, you know, acquired all these uh, insurance companies' assets. But most of these insurance companies advertised like crazy. In the past 70 years, all the insurance companies have advertised in excess of 70, uh, 10 billion dollars in, in marketing. So every third ad on TV was an insurance, life insurance uh, ad. And they've lost in excess of 1 billion dollars in just claims. So can anyone tell me what is the total penetration of life insurance industry in India? What is the total number of people who have life insurance in India? Of the 130 million people, uh, billion people, the total percentage of people after 10 billion dollars, every third ad is a life insurance ad. It's less than 3 percent. Okay? Because the price of the land is So, if you go to a farmer's wife, you will say that you give us 100 rupees and we will give you life insurance. Her answer is no. I'm not interested. We have half of the land, we will do it. Half of the land literally is enough for, you know, 
sustaining a whole family, right? People are not understanding that, which is where I'm genuinely, you know, very, very uh, concerned that, you know, people, we need to start farming our own vegetables and crops and things like that. Anyway, so why is this important? That same woman who's not willing to put 100 rupees on insurance will actually go out and do a puja in a Hanuman Mandir for 100 rupees in the local temple. Not Tirupati Balaji, not, you know, your Siddhi Vinayak. She'll go to a local Hanuman temple in the village. And they're willing to spend that much money. So 150 rupees on an average. The average collections is high. Now, to a normal person, by the way, this is not India. Indians right? I mean, I'm talking in English, you're understanding in English. I mean, if you right? You're like, okay, great, you know, who, what does this guy know? But fine, so I'm explaining to you in English. That temple, that relationship that they have with the temple is extremely different. It's something that you can't even imagine. Most of you would have experienced it, but you can't explain it. That is what I'm talking about, which is what is uniting India, which is what is driving that economy. That economy is different. So what is shakti? It is mantra shakti. It is tantra shakti. Right? To a normal person, even I was like that, I would have demonized it. I would have said, no, no, that's all. Bakwas is everything. It's not. No, no, it's not. I just explained to you, you know, how inception and interstellar and over here, let me give you a very practical example now. What is 250 plus 320? Simple question. Five? Five seventy, right? How did you do it? There are simple ways people would have done it. You would have either done it mentally, right? Or you would have done it on your hands. Or you could have taken a paper and a pencil. Or you could have done it on a calculator or your phones. Any other way that you would have done it? Anything that I'm missing? So mentally, sorry? Ask someone else. Okay, great. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic, you know. It's like, <laughs> I'll give you examples, you know, you'll, you'll really feel like throwing up here. So, uh, <laughs> that really cracks me up. I used to give this example in college, you know. Uh, anyway, so there are four ways that you could do it. You could do it mentally, you could do it on your hands, you could do it on a paper and a pencil. Uh, or you could do it on a calculator, right? Same exact four ways, I just talked about the four, four state philosophy. It's antric, it's mantric, it's tantric, or it's yantric. It's the same exact thing. I mean, I'm giving you examples practical that you can relate to. Now think back, you know, when they're telling you things like, you know, that Rishi had a, a, a son with the drop of a sweat, right? That conception was very different from uh, actual conception. The way people are having kids today is by what? It's by tantra. You don't accept it, but that's literally tantra, right? The male sperm meeting with the female ova and it's making a baby in the uterus of a, a woman is tantra because yantrik is test tube baby. That's also happening today. So take a step back, be very logical, be very objective and start just accepting, okay, great, this is how the world is working. Now, there are things that you can do, there are things that you can't do, the things that have been demonized for you and the things that you absolutely can, you know, improvise on. The way the economy is being driven today, the way people are being told that they'll be successful today is very yantric. And we are literally, the 90% country is in mantric and tantric and antric. So what you're trying to drive is this economy, 
without understanding what they're doing. I just give you the examples. <clears throat> so life insurance doesn't sell because it's very important to the people, right? And the, the Kisan's wife, you know, uski zameen ki kimat, uski jaan se zada hai. I mean, when people say, you know, there are so many farms, farmer suicides and things like that happening, trust me, it is not an agrarian uh, issue. It is not a farming issue. What issue is it? It's a supply chain issue. You know what's a supply chain issue? Everybody's talking about, you know, Greta Thunberg has come up in the media and she's saying, you know, my God, corporates need to do this, corporates need to do that. It's absolute BS. The reason I can't understand it is because sustainability is not something that we've imported from Mars. Sustainability is right here. Can any one of you tell me, yahan se 40 kilometers dur, jo kisan hai, wo aaj kya ugaar hai apne khayet mein? Koi nahi bata sakta. Or aap heart of India mein baithe ho. If you can't tell me what the kisan 40 kilometers from here is farming, and then I'll ask you what will be for dinner for you tonight. Aaj to Thursday hai, kal Friday hooga, aap cheese pizza khaoge. वो किसान सरसों उगा रहे हैं आप चीज पीजा खा रहे हो 40 किलोमीटर दूर दैट्स इसेंशियली सस्टेनेबिलिटी क्राइसिस यू नो योर फादर इज अर्निंग अ सर्टेन इनकम ही इज ब्रिंगिंग गेहूं एंड आटा एंड चावल एंड दाल बट यू आर ईटिंग समथिंग डिफरेंट दैट्स इसेंशियली सस्टेनेबिलिटी प्रॉब्लम नो बिकॉज़ यू विल कीप हैविंग समथिंग एंड दैट फूड व्हिच इज देयर इज गेटिंग वेस्टेड यू आर ऑर्डरिंग समथिंग एल्स द मनी इज स्टिल बीइंग यूटिलाइज्ड ओवर हियर दैट्स इसेंशियली अ सस्टेनेबिलिटी प्रॉब्लम दैट्स इसेंशियली व्हाट वी आर सीइंग हियर टुडे दैट्स व्हाट इज our nation is confronted with just that it is not some you know mythical mystical problem coming out from outer space and then we are trying to tackle it you know icebergs of uh, uh, greenland are melting and you know we need to tackle that nahi yaar utne dur jaane ki zarurat nahi aap ghar pe dekho kya ho raha once you begin to understand that that is sustainability crisis to understand that you need to understand what the basic philosophy is how is this basic philosophy that i'm talking about connected to everything that i'll be talking about now right so everyone understands now what swastik is and why is it important see the whole idea of why people wanted you to make that is to understand yeah jab tak aap usko dekhoge nahi samjhoge nahi tab tak matlab draw nahi karoge tab tak aap uske depth mein to ja hi nahi sakte na today we made it a basic symbol it's like great yahi karna hai right it's like me going back home and i take my phone and i plug it into the charger okay and now somebody comes up and says yaar this is all ye the sab it's all bs don't believe in all this you know this is all it doesn't work kuch kaam nahi karega but then what this guy does is he goes behind and turns off the current so takes away the electricity now i genuinely start thinking that my phone is useless i've been made to believe that it'll work but it doesn't work right so that fourth state that i'm talking about that turiya avastha that real thinking ability comes from here so the reason why we are asked to make the swastik is that okay second <clears throat> how many of you think jyotish is bullshit you think you don't no yes or no no anybody who you think is bullshit hmm. you don't believe in so i started my session with i have no beliefs i have only understanding everything i tell you will be with pure understanding yeah so when people talk about jyotish <clears throat> they will talk about yaar how can you match two people's horoscopes and you know you make their lives i said okay great yaar i want to do a phd in mathematics kyun bhai yaar mujhe na sabziyan lene ke liye bhejti hai mummy har roz math samajh mein nahi aati so i'll do a phd in mathematics so i can calculate the you know numbers better what will you do i mean laugh at me right jyotish is not about comparing horoscopes or matching for marriages right jyotish is not that at all in fact Jyotish is something far, far deeper. 
So we'll say, yeah, okay, great, explain it to you. And I'm not a Jyotishri, by the way. I'm only studying it from a very, very scientific research perspective to kind of start helping understand and to explain to people, look, you're a logical person, you're a scientific person, but you explain to me scientifically, right? So let me ask you a question. Everybody who, who, who now supposedly believes in uh, horoscopes, when does the sign of cancer start? Uh, Capricorn start? Capricorn. Of the 12 sun signs, when does Capricorn start? In December. On 22nd December. 22nd December is also incidentally the winter equinox. So winter 2 is equal to 4 or 2 plus 2 equal to 0. Both of them can't be true, right? Earth flat, it's many festivals, but it's also called Makar Sankranti. Makar in Sanskrit is Capricorn. Makar much? Makar? Sankranti Sankraman. Surya Makar Rashi mein Sankraman kar raha hai. It's literally, it's telling you in your face. That boss, listen, if Akash is this guy sitting in front of me, now somebody comes and you know, tilts me here, and then they ask me, where is Akash sitting? I'll say he's sitting in front of me. You'll say, I'm crazy, right? But all of us are crazy because we are saying the exact same thing. 22nd December is not winter equinox for us. It's actually 14th January, which is winter equinox for the people in India. Within India also it will differ, but we broadly take the care, this is what it is. Now Jyotish is actually connected to this. By Jyotish, I don't mean, you know, somebody is sitting there and making predictions for, you know, where you will be. But the, the science of understanding, so it's astronomy clubbed with what is the feeling behind it, which is also related to the caste system, which you believe is the caste system, it's actually not. It's actually related to the days. So when you walk into a temple, you take off your shoes. Why do you take off your shoes? Many will say it's for cleanliness. Many will say it's for your respect. Well, if you respect your parents, you should take off your shoes every time you meet your parents. So either you don't, or you don't know why you take off your shoes when you go to a temple. The reason why you take off your shoes when you go to a temple is essentially to connect to the mother, to the earth, right? That's what the plug point is doing. The plug point has three, I mean, I just told you, it's Trigunatmak Prakriti and Charavastha, right? The four states, and then there's three principles. The three principles are really the sun, moon, and the earth. It's, so it's connected. This is literally why you're doing it. So, Trigunatmak Prakriti is what you're connecting with. So, you're doing Surya Namaskar, Chandra Namaskar, and Prithvi, right? You're connecting with the earth. When you enter, you see the Navgrahas. What are the Navgrahas? <coughs> what day is it today? Thursday. Why is it Thursday? I'm asking only for mathematical explanations. No beliefs. Aap Mangalwar ko meet nahi khate. I start my talk with, I have no beliefs. I'm giving you understanding, pure understanding. I'll give you a mathematical answer. So Parasha Rishi, one of the you know, progenitor Rishis, he sat one day and he says, you know, we need to kind of understand how the days are forming and who is it being influenced by. So he sits and he says, you know, sun goes around me, the geopolitical, uh, geocentric perspective. It takes 360 days to go around me, the observer. The moon takes 30 days. Right? After moon, it's Mars, which takes a few more days. After Mars, it's Mercury, which takes... The order of the weekdays is defined by the speed of rotation of the graha, the navgrahas which are in the temples. That order is the same that's maintained there. So today is Thursday, which is governed by energy of Jupiter. Which is why you call it Guruvar. Which is why you go to a Sai Baba temple on a Tuesday. So Tuesday, or uh, Thursday, 
Tuesday is governed by the Kshatriya, right? Which is why you don't have chicken, let's say, on Tuesday. Like, what will a Kshatriya do on his own day? Rest, clean his weapons. That's why the chicken guy is not cutting chicken. That's why you're not able to have chicken. That's why the barber is cleaning his, you know, knife and things and scissors because that's a weapon too, right? That's why you're not able to get a haircut. Anyway, the bottom line is, this is what the economy is driven by at the grassroots. The 90% economy which we don't understand, the Kisan's wife is going to a temple and spending 100 rupees on a puja, which you have no idea about. But for some other people, it's total science. When you begin understanding that science is when you suddenly flip completely and you say, okay, great, so my perspective has been completely limited so far. I need to broaden my perspective. Instead of having beliefs, I need to have more understanding, which I didn't have before, now I have completely, right? Now I go deeper into places and I start understanding why is a person acting a certain way? Because there is a science in that. And you gotta trust it. You know, the moment we start calling animals animals, we actually become worse than animals, right? And that's where we are today. So what I eventually come down to is that we need to start looking at our roots, our culture, our philosophy from a very understanding scientific perspective rather than taking it as a belief. Don't go around hunting for books. I would urge you not to start you know, going and you know, look for the first book of Rig Veda. You will not be able to make out head or tail of it. It's almost like a, a kid has learned mathematics, uh, addition and subtraction, and then suddenly starts to you know, flip through a differential calculus book. He'll have no clue what's going on. Right? It's the same thing over here. The very first step is pranayam. Once you start doing pranayam, it could be any of the pranayams that have been you know, given by so many gurus. That's the first understanding. That really helps you connect with nature. And this is not spirituality, this is not religion, this is not anything. This is really the most important thing in a day. When you start to understand the prana, when you start to understand you know, connection with the nature, you'll suddenly start to understand how the economic systems are being driven. That economic system in India is still based on that. Once we understand it, is when we can start driving it much better, right? So when people ask me, you know, they're looking for employment, they're looking for livelihoods, I said the best business today to get into India is cleanliness business, right? Now people who think it's Shudra, let me explain to you, how much time do I have? Ten minutes. Ten minutes? <clears throat> how many of you believe or understand the Varna system is what it started out with? The caste system is complete misunderstanding of whatever it was. Does anyone understand what the, the Varna system is? The so Varna system is literally based on the same thing, right? And there's a proper shloka, I, I, I posted this on my Facebook wall as well. It's from Brihat Parashar Hora Shastra. Uh, it starts uh, on the second chapter on the third page, it's already there, right? It's a proper shloka, it explains every single thing to you. And you'd be able to make it crystal clear. That, oh my God, yeah, this makes total sense. So Ram, for example, was born at what time? What time? 12, yeah? Not 15 past 12, not like 3 past 12, it's 12, pakka. What time was Krishna born? So midday 12, midnight 12, right? I'll give you other avatars but I won't because you know, it'll confuse people. So this is Surya Vanshi, this is Chandra Vanshi, right? Krishna is literally the, the moon, right? So moon is Monday, which is where Krishna is worshipped, like for most part. Ram is Sunday, which is where this is. Mangal is the same thing, except it's Hanuman, because Mangal is Kshatriya, right? So it's symbolic. So when you start understanding that, Mangal is Kshatriya, which is Tuesday, 
Buddh is Mercury, which is a Vesha, is Varna system, right? When they start math mapping it mathematically and statistically, they said, you know, the characteristic of people born in this Lagna, which is the ascendant, not sun sign. The sun sign based astrology, throw it out of the door. Bijan Darwala is not astrology. That is just, you know, it's like Facebook for, you know, dummies, right? It's, let's not even go there. Same way, uh, Thursday is Brihaspat, which is based on Jupiter, right? Has anyone of you read Asterix, right? What do the Roman soldiers swear by? So, so, you know, as a philosopher, I'm basically into this. I'll tell you things about yourself that you wouldn't have ever noticed, right? Roman soldiers swear by Jupiter. He's like, by Jupiter. And you think, why by Jupiter? I read Asterix as a kid. Today I can make out, you know, Guru. Brihaspati ke followers, you know, before the Romans came to India. After they came to India, they changed it to Saturn. They became Saturnians. Anyway, so Guru is Brihaspat, right? Which is a Brahmin. Varna, not caste. I'm not talking about caste at all. I am not a Brahmin because I'm a Chaturvedi. No, 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 no. The work that I'm doing is a Brahminical work. But that whole jat, the, the place where you're born, is completely lost. Right? So you don't know Chanakya's last name. You don't know Varahmera's last name. The people didn't really have it, right? That whole thing was attached later for identification purposes. Anyway, that's lost. Shukra is another Brahmin, but he's a guru of the Asuras. Right? You've got to understand Suras and Asuras. I'm not going to go into the detail. Same way Shani is Shudra. But to people, Shudra means, oh my God, this guy is untouched. No, 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 sorry, you're mistaken. Shani is a disciplinarian. What does a disciplinarian do? If you ask somebody, look boss, take this broom and sweep this room. What does the guy do? He goes here, he goes there, and he goes there, Saab ho gaya. What do you tell him? <laughs> Listen boss, I know. Start from that corner, ek, ek, inch karke, us corner mein jana, then you go out, right? What does that need? It needs discipline. That Sade Sati is essentially this. It's essentially disciplining you. You've gone way out of discipline. Now Saturn is essentially disciplining you. People don't get it. Once you start understanding it, it becomes complete science. You're like, oh my God, yeah, this is what's happening. It's not buravakt. It's just disciplining you. If you've gone out of discipline, more buravakt for you. I mean, all you want to do is like have fun in life. Great. So all it's doing is disciplining you, right? There are no beliefs when people tell you the sun will rise at 8 a.m. It's not because your Swiss army clock is telling you that. It's because literally the sun is out. Pratyaksh Praman, right? That's what Darshan Shastra deals with. So the idea is, once you start getting it, the Varna system is on your weekdays. Barbers, chicken shops, all that is closed on Tuesdays. That's why you're not able to have chicken. The jewelers, which is a Vesha, is closed on Wednesdays. Not, I'm, uh, not because I'm saying, just check it out for yourself. You go to a Sai Mandir, you go to all these Guru Mandirs on a Thursday. The Muslims go to mosques on Friday. They are Shukra followers, essentially. Right? Why do you do Shani down on Saturday, not on Sunday? It's the same thing. So the point is, all these economic systems are eventually tied back to this, the temple economy. That temple economy is not a religion-based economy, it's a relationship-based economy. That relationship is with the local energy, which people call Devi Devta. And that was still understood by people till about 70, 80 years ago. My parents' generation, I think, they totally started to lose it with this education system that came through. But then the, the real smart people always used it, you know. And then, uh, so I get invited for lots of these sessions where people ask me, you know, so tell us how can this be successful. Incidentally, Tata Motors guys ended up inviting me. And uh, the person on panel with me was another professor from uh, uh, Carnegie Mellon. And we had this discussion, so the professor said, you know, of course there was 
And I know the language. See, because I've been in that world, so I know exactly the language they'll talk, right? They say, well, it's market segmentation, pricing, product positioning, all that is wrong. I said, yeah, I get all that, right? Of course it was wrong. You know, going to a woman and proposing to her and saying, you know, hey, <coughs> look, I got <coughs> the best diamond ring, which is the cheapest possible available in the market, you're likely to get kicked out, right? But you do it, regardless. What did Tata do? Tata manufactured the cheapest car and positioned it as that. So it was not an aspirational buy. They actually positioned Tata Nano as the cheapest car. The reason why they made it cheapest, the reason why they could do it is different, is not in this topic. But who are they competing against? Sorry? Who was Tata? No, no, Tata Nano was competing against somebody. Sorry? Two-wheelers are part of it, yeah, but somebody else too. Yeah, what was that car? Suzuki, right? Anywhere across the world, Suzuki is called Suzuki. In India, it's called what? Maruti Suzuki. Who's the most popular deity of India? There you have it, your answer is right there. Why? Because it works. Maruti is what? Hanuman. Literally. So there is no scientific basis to it. There is a subliminal understanding. Right? I gave this example in the last session, but this is where I think people are constantly missing it. Your life is not what it is because of what you're watching on YouTube. Your life is what it is because of where you really are. No matter how much you try to glorify it, no matter how much we try to you know, go overboard with, oh, no, this is what it is, this is what it is. Let me give you a stark example. 250 years of British colonization, I never call it rule because it was never rule. 250 years of British colonization. 250, not 10, 20, 30, 250 years. 70 years after that, this education. I'm a panelist here, I'm speaking English, you're understanding in English. What do you think was the total percentage of? Yeah. yeah? the total percentage of English-speaking population in India? Huh? Sir, in India, 70% of population speak speaks English. 70% speaks English. This is why her understanding of Jyotish is really wrong. Less than 5% speak in English. We are not India. This is not India. The real India I'm talking about is totally different. Right? So I can give you mathematical answers for what is working and what's not working because I've actually traveled there. Next, I'm going to Banda, which is in Madhya Pradesh, next to, you know. So, when you have energy is when you can make the economic value out of it. But that's essentially where I am, and uh, love to answer any questions. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, sir. On behalf of Orange City Literature Festival, we sincerely express our gratitude towards your acceptance for the session and knowledge shared with us. Thank you so much, sir.